Welcome to the Vogue Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Vogue Podcast, in which I'll be interviewing professional actress and voice actress Heather Alicia Sims. Whom you guys, gamers, might know best for voicing Denise Robinson from back in 2004 for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Thank you so much for coming on, Heather. How are you doing today? I am well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we could conduct this interview and I'm so happy to have you on. And I can't wait to ask the first question, which is, uh, when did you get started in acting? How and when did it all start? <laughs> Well, I think it started when I was four and I did a poem that my mom wanted me to do. And my sister stood up and clapped for me and I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was excited about that. But um, it was really after um, college and I was a little, I guess I just didn't know what I wanted to do with the degree that I had. And my dad told me that I should get a master's in something. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, I'll get a master's in theater. And he was like, I don't care. Just get get a master's in something. So I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and going to grad school for theater. And after that, I got an agent and um, a theater agent and theater, film and television agent. And then I got a, um, a voiceover agent, commercial agent. Mm -hmm. But and you you've been, you've also been doing on-camera acting, is that correct? I've done a lot of on-camera acting, a lot of theater. My foundation is really theater. Mm -hmm. And so um that's the thing that I go happily go back to. Okay. And um yeah. Um okay, so you've worked across uh, all sorts of mediums including, you know, theater, film and television and voiceover, of course. Uh, do you have like a preference of, you know, which one do you like doing more than others? I, you know, I don't have a preference. I think that they all feed each mm -hmm. other. Um, it's funny because when you're a voiceover actor, you have to, they can't see you do this, right? Yes. Like they can't see you physically emote. So everything has to come through in your voice. And so that's a different kind of challenge. So I can't say that I prefer that over something else. I can mm -hmm. say though, that I, you know, there are times when I'm able to do it without leaving my home. So mm -hmm. that's great. And there are times when I can um, do like right now, I just finished a job, a theater job. And due to the fact that the writers are on strike and a lot of people aren't working in television and film, that feels like a luxury to me to be able to say that I can still work, uh -huh. you know, even though television and film are kind of at a standstill mm -hmm. right now. I see. Yeah. Well, you know, acting often requires stepping into the shoes of all sorts of different characters. Uh, um, you know, and since you do both uh, television, film, you know, and voiceover, so uh, um, do you find it uh, difficult to approach characters on or in films uh, as opposed to voiceover characters? Um, I don't, no, no. I feel like the collaboration is different, though. So mm -hmm. 
when you're doing voiceover, a lot of times you're just listening to the people in another room or another state or another country, you know, giving mm -hmm. you direction. Um, sometimes they're there with you, but a lot of times they are somewhere else. And so you're hearing the direction from them and you can kind of suss out what they want. Mm -hmm. With film and television, you're right there, but it's also the three of them are very quick mediums, right? So they are the kinds of things where you get on set and you get some direction and you do it as opposed to theater, you know, a lot of theater actors bemoan the fact that, you know, now we have like three weeks of rehearsal and then we do a show. Whereas mm -hmm. before we used to have four five, six weeks of rehearsals. And so, but that's a different kind of muscle that you're working. So I, I yeah, I don't, I, I think that doing voiceover, sometimes it can feel like you can be really independent and mm -hmm. go your way and I see and 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 relax in your own creativity oh yeah sometimes yeah yeah. I, I, yeah you said that right are there like any particular genres or types of characters you enjoy portraying the most I I like to you know I can't say a particular genre. I like to surprise people. Mm -hmm. I like to um, surprise myself. Mm. I like to think about characters in the what if, as opposed uh -huh. to, you can get a script and read it and you know exactly who the person is, right? And that's great. And you may do a great job. But I think that my job is to go, but what if, what if they did this? And what if they felt like this? And what if they said this? And what if they look like that, you know? Uh -huh. And so that gives me the opportunity to break open uh -huh. something yes. with the character that may be a bit unexpected. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes I can't find it, right? And, mm -hmm. and so, then maybe I'm like, oh, I'm working too hard trying to find this other thing. And sometimes it comes later. Like, and that's what I love about doing theater. You know, I, like I said, I just closed this show and I was doing this scene and it was like the last scene of the act. And there were times when it would get the response that I felt like it needed and there were other times when it wouldn't and i was mm -hmm. like why why isn't it why isn't it getting the consistent response and i realized that it was something that the audience needed me to do mm -hmm. to let them know something about the end of this act and that's thrilling to me because i feel like yeah you know what i'm still working i'm still i'm not stuck it, you know, the show is opened. And so this is my performance every night. I'm not, I'm not straying. I'm not adding extra lines. I'm not doing, you know, any like extra acrobatics in the mm -hmm. middle of it, I'm, but I'm still working. I'm still like tweaking things 
that I feel I need and the audience may need and my, you know, scene partner may need in order for, for the performances to really fly. Yes. And, and also in voiceover, you many times don't work together with the, your uh, voiceover partners, if I can say so, the fellow actors, right? So that's also... Unless you're doing, let's say, a commercial, like a, mm, really? a radio commercial, then there are times when you'll be in the booth with somebody else. But I will tell you that, you know, especially, you know, since the pandemic, it's been years. I feel like it's been years since I've been... Well, it's been years since I've been in a booth. I'll record from home. But um, yeah, you know, back in the olden days, it used to be that, you know, if you were in a commercial or with someone else, there were times when you would be in the booth together. Mm -hmm. and, and now I see uh, that uh, mostly in animation is that we're mostly together in the booth. In the times that I've done any animated things, it's been by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I did um, the Rockstar Games, it was pretty much by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see. And since, you know, you as an actress, have you faced like any challenges along the way? Some some obstacles that you've encountered, you know, how did you overcome those? So, yeah, you know, I think that we're all going to chase uh, face obstacles, you know, and some of the obstacles are our own, you know, what we what we think about ourselves or where we are in our um in our lives mm -hmm. and some of them are going to be external obstacles so i mean generally i just know i've always known since i've been in the business and that's not true you know since i've been in the business i've known that i'm supposed to be here Mm -hmm. And I've known that I was going to make a space for myself. And that wasn't always true before I got into the business because I didn't see myself. I didn't always see myself in, in, in um, shows that I could have seen myself in. Mm -hmm. And so that was an obstacle for me. And sometimes, you know, an obstacle is just, you know, practical things like money. I can't mm -hmm. afford to do that show because I won't be able to live my life a yeah, certain kind obviously. of way, right? And so, <laughs> and so you have to make those kinds of determinations. What, what am I going to, um, what am I going to take? And also, what am I willing to do? I remember a time where, you know what? I remember a time doing, uh, being hired to do a voiceover. Mm -hmm. And it was myself and another client from my agency. We were hired to do this voiceover. And 
it was for, I don't remember the product, but it was rife with so many stereotypes and it was just untenable. And we called our agents and we were like, we can't do this. We can't do this. And the person who was um, hiring us could not understand. But we were both like, this is crazy. And and we didn't know if our agents were going to be like, what do you mean you can't do it? It's a job. But they weren't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they understood completely. And we left. And we went we went on our way and we were just like and so it's that thing it's standing up for yourself it's standing up for what you believe in standing up for you know yourself at times when you're like hmm but this is you know you are in the middle of what you thought would be your dream and for some other people it would be a dream and they would do it Mm -hmm. and so you have to say hey then that's for someone else but it's not for me Yes, I wonder if that product ever saw the light. I I have no idea. And, you know, and it's so funny because once I turned away from it, people have asked me, what was the product? I cannot remember. And I'm not being, and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not shielding them from anything because I would be like, oh gosh. But I, I really can't remember. It's not. Yeah. Well, that's understandable, of course. You've worked on a lot of projects, and this is just one of the many. Yeah. <laughs> as as you might know. Uh, so you do voiceover, you know. When did you get started in uh, voiceover? And, you know, uh, uh, since you were doing acting, I assume, before you actually started voiceover, what was your reaction to voiceover? Did you know of it before you started with your career as an actress? You know what? I think I knew something of it but I knew very little and I got into it by happenstance. So really, yeah, my aunt, my aunt was an attorney and she worked at an office and her, her secretary was leaving and she was going to a voiceover agency. And she was like, Heather, I'm going to this um, agency. You should, you're an actor. You should come and check it out. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, I went. And when I got there, I saw this guy who I went to college with. And he was an agent there. And I was like, he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, she told me to come up here. I was like, what are you doing here? He was like, I'm an agent. And he became my agent. What a coincidence. I know. (laughs) And so he started representing me. And it was at an agency that is no longer in existence, um, SEM&M. But um, I started booking voiceovers with them. And it was wonderful. But the agent's that were there, they went to another agency and took me with them. And I've been with them ever since. Oh, that's amazing, then. Yeah, yeah. You kept getting work then. 
That's cool. I kept getting work, but you know what? There were times when I wasn't getting work. And mm -hmm. it's interesting, you know, there were times when I would, I would book voiceover work and I just could not book television or film or theater work to save my life. Mm -hmm. And my voiceover work was sustaining me and vice versa, you know, because it ebbs and flows. And so I do feel blessed and fortunate that I'm able to do so many things in the industry so that when one thing feels a little bit out of reach, then something else is there to keep me going. Yes, thank goodness about that. Because a lot of times for uh, actors, there might not be enough work. Exactly. And, and unless they have uh, some sort of an alternative, like, for example, voiceover, it will be hard for them to uh, have a nice life in general. Yeah. And I like paying my bills. You know, some people don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like paying my bills. I don't like people calling me and asking me for anything. So I will work and I'll pay my bills. <laughs> Well, I, I suppose that's um, a nice way of looking at life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if there were no bills, I would be satisfied with that too. But that is not yeah, the reality of my existence. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too right, too right. Uh, getting back to voiceover, do you remember any uh, specific roles you've had in all sorts of projects? I do, you know. So my life and voiceover has been varied i've done lots of um young um audiobooks young adult titles mm -hmm. i've done some educational titles and so those were animated i've done um commercials radio commercials you know like mcdonald's and um yes. i've done um pantene hair sh shampoo I've, <laughs> and i've done that for um television um and i've done you know video games and the first time that um i did a rockstar game i it was grand grand theft auto um i i have some information on a <laughs> cowboy kind of game which was called red dead revolver um, red dead revolver yes i'm not sure um and wait was that bad betty i'm not sure it could have been i'm not quite familiar with that game but i'm pretty sure the uh, grand theft auto games came after that yeah so i did red dead revolver yeah and you know and those games are it's funny because i'm not a gamer mm -hmm. and so they will give you a picture of you know, the person that you're portraying, the character that you're portraying and the lines, and you just kind of go for it, mm -hmm. you know? And there are people who will hit me up on social media. Wait, were you the person who voiced? Yeah, that was me, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, you know, I'm thankful for the recognition. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm thankful for the recognition because, you know, clearly, you know, 
lots of people who are playing these games have heard my voice and and that's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> yes and a lot of them might not realize who actually behind those voices are um so it's cool that now we're here and we can make that clear to all the fans yeah <laughs> yeah it's and you know and it's interesting because they the way that they capture our voices you know we mm -hmm. do the lines but then you know clearly there's a lot going on and so mm -hmm. they want us to voice um sounds for all of those um moments in the game you know mm -hmm. if we're you know if we're caught if we're dying if we are overcoming something you know mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just catching sound so just catching a scream a yell and honestly that's some of the harder voiceover work because it's a it's a bit more taxing on your on your voice yes yeah but but, but to my knowledge there are now some regulations yes uh, yeah that um kind of make sure your voice uh, doesn't get destroyed during sessions yeah. like this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because when I started doing them, they were er it was early. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I haven't done one lately. I've, you know, I've really been doing a lot more audiobooks, which I love, you know. And I did a I actually did something and my it was for a museum. And my mm. cousin said to me, oh my gosh, I think I heard your voice and I couldn't listen to the, um, I could no longer listen to <laughs> the, the museum piece because she yes. was like, is that, is that Heather? <laughs> and so she called me, she was like, did you do a voiceover? And I was like, yeah, she, she was like, I'm in Alabama and I'm hearing your voice and I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool to know. Yeah. It's interesting where all these voiceovers can go to. And it's interesting when people really recognize your voice, mm -hmm. you know? And I think I take that for granted sometimes that, you know, just how distinct um my voice is to certain people now some people will hear my voice and can't pick me up out of a crowd right mm -hmm. but there are people who are like oh my no i heard your voice and turned around and you were on tv or did you do this commercial so yeah well, well i for example heard your voice in this game called grand theft auto san andreas where you had a specific role denise robinson not sure if you remember her she was like a gangster kind of girl Yes, she, I remember. she had like a rather higher annoying voice if i can say it that way um <laughs> the way she was speaking i'm not sure if that was intentional or if uh, you know but if i if i'd be talking to you right now and i wouldn't know that it was you who did it i probably wouldn't be able to tell so okay. so that's uh, it's pretty distinct so i guess you did a good job <laughs> thank you yeah i mean you know but that's the thing you know like i was saying earlier even with um voiceover their characters and so when i'm doing a young adult um title for an audiobook sometimes they're really young and so mm -hmm. i've got to figure out 
you know, where I'm going to pitch my voice mm -hmm. or for the main character, if they are a young person and then all the other people that live in that world. Mm -hmm. And so that can be, <laughs> that can be a great challenge. Yeah. Try to make sure, but also in remembering like, wait, did this man have a lisp or, you know, <laughs> your baritone, what, what's going on? Yeah. So trying to keep track of those voices in my head hmm. sometimes can be a challenge. Do you find it hard sometimes to go back and do all sorts of different voices? For example, when you're doing a sequel. You know what? Yes. <laughs> but I will say that the producers that I've worked with, especially on um, audiobooks, are so good at taking care of that aspect of it for you. So they will have because I did do a series, um, I think it was a trilogy, mm -hmm. and they will have snippets of the characters that you did. And oh, sometimes, yeah. yeah, it'll be, you know, some time in between, it could be a year or two. Mm -hmm. And so, and your voice changes over time. You know, yes, the definitely. quality of my voice isn't the same quality that I had when I did Denise Robinson, <laughs> you know? So I don't know, maybe I, I would be a little less annoying now. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, you know, if Denise were to come back, I would try to have the same quality. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That I gave her, but I would also go away, but Denise is probably a little older as well. You know, it could so be, yes. Yeah, adding a little backstory for my character. Yes, you like doing that, like you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you perhaps happen to remember how did it all start with Rockstar? I think I just gave in an audition. I mm -hmm. think I gave an audition and they were like, hey, you know, called my agents and said, we're going to put her on hold. And then, oh, you're booked. So go to this studio. And that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I mean, auditioning is, well, especially, well, it, it still is. It really is a numbers game. You know, you're doing these auditions after audition, and you never know how much how, how many auditions before you get that job mm -hmm. and what's the thing that's going to like hit for you obviously yes yeah well luckily you've been able to land jobs here and there a lot of them actually uh which is good for you and uh, it's amazing to hear you in all sorts of uh, positions such as commercial you know uh, in all sorts of these mediums uh, yeah. It just really shows uh, how flexible you are. Thank goodness, you know, and and I always say to people, you know, if you want to get into voiceover, like really listen. I think I got better at voiceover when I started really listening to 
the mediums that I wanted to be in. So if I wanted to do more radio commercials, I would sit and listen to the radio commercials and I would sit and listen to them with my eyes closed. I would listen to TV commercials with my eyes closed, you know, and I would listen to people talk about um, video games and audiobooks. I would, you know, so I would try to really listen to see what people were giving, you know, Obviously, yes. I mean, you're not going to act uh, a scene out the same way in like a video game as you would in a film. Exactly. But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. You know? That that could a be a problem. People. Yeah. Yeah. and But also, you know, as you talk about voiceover, a lot of people don't realize that um, people make a living doing voiceover for the background that you hear on film or TV shows, you oh. know? And so those are, you know, people will be involved with loop groups. Oh, yes. Right? And there, I have friends who have bought their homes because that's what they do. Oh. They, they loop. That's amazing. And it is a great, it is a great living. It's a great fee per day, but it also provides you with residual income because mm. anytime those shows run, you still get paid. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, that's amazing, right? Speaking of residuals, did, uh, did you have knowledge of, you know, this Grand Theft Auto game that you've been into? They remastered this game and they, uh, uh, you know, put it out again like a year or two ago, I think. It's like a remastered version and you're in it. Uh, oh. I don't th I'm not sure if... Uh, you received any residuals that. well that you know that was a long time ago so very likely the regulations were very different back then they were different because this is the thing you know at the time that i was doing video games it was a flat fee and we didn't get residuals yes if we had residuals i would be sipping a cocktail on a beach somewhere <laughs> <laughs> because so many people play those games and yeah that's well, not what it is well good to know what, uh, what exactly is behind that actually if i would play you a few clips of denise you think <laughs> you could um perhaps say something to the fans and the voice maybe let's see well, let's see um i wouldn't be surprised if you'd pass out from laughing um because these lines uh could could potentially cause um you know <laughs> okay uh there we go let's hope you can hear this don't push a lady my boyfriend will kill you for that you disrespecting a lady huh don't you push me fool bitch get your bitch ass out of my way what kind of punk ass bitch is pushing me get your filthy hands off of me <laughs> did you hear any of that yikes denise <laughs> Denise, what you talking about? You should be talking to people like that. I'm you afraid you're the one Denise. responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my that was my answer to you. <laughs> in the well, Denise in, in the Denise voice of how many yeah. years ago was that? You said that was 2004. It was, yeah, that's that long was, ago. That was 19 years ago. 
Yeah, it's been a while. How does it feel to be back as Denise? <laughs> oh, Denise. <laughs> I, I wonder what happened to her and her boyfriend. Well, they survived, so let's see what what's going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, maybe you will uh, be brought back once. I know that uh, you voiced some some pedestrians for like a later game of Rockstar. Yeah. So that's also cool that they brought you back. Yeah. You know, it was you know, it was great working with them. It it was. It was, you know, but it, it felt like you just came in, you did your job and you left. It wasn't obviously, um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you probably didn't think twice of it. You, you did it, and then you went home and did something. And I went home and then did something else. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I appreciate the community that mm -hmm. you know, because it feel. And again, like I said, I'm not in the gamer community, but it feels like I, you all <laughs> are. <laughs> are really invested mm -hmm. in the characters. And that's what any actor wants. Any actor wants you to become invested in the work that they do. Yeah, obviously. And that's just, you know, for actors, I think it might feel good if they get recognized for uh, certain roles. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not sure. Did you have any... Um knowledge of you know some celebrities being in that game uh, where you voiced denise robinson do you have no who else was in that game uh samuel l jackson oh. and uh let me see um james woods if you happen to know oh, him. okay yeah mm -hmm. some rappers you know uh from around that era and so a lot of people or actors who were in the game might not actually know of that so it's interesting you know i think i did know that samuel l jackson was was in that you know i mean he does everything i he is such a brilliant brilliant actor he is know? really and i love hearing his voice always oh yeah it's is great yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually i saw on instagram that you happen to follow chad l coleman do you happen to know him i do and i actually called him last night really Yes, because I saw that you all did, um, you all did uh, an interview together, right? We did. We did. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you made yeah. sure you were coming to a nice place. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope he was like, only he's saying... good people. He said he's, he's good people. Well, a good thing he remembered. <laughs> you know, I mean, all of you are amazing actors, you know, you get interviewed so many times, so... It's just nice that uh, he happened to remember uh, who you was talking about. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Well, I I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Well, Heather, thank you so much, honestly, for hopping on and chatting with me. It was really nice talking to you. I, I think we talked about uh, stuff that uh, is really relevant these days and that people care about it. You know, your role as Denise. I'm pretty sure you haven't discussed that before, so I was really happy to talk to you about that. You know what? I have not. This is a first. So thank you. Thank you, Ronald. Thank you. Uh, I, I guess I'm supposed to say you're welcome. And I hope to see you again in the future. And once this is up, I will send it to you. Okay, absolutely. Thanks a bunch. Uh, wishing you the best in your future endeavors and uh, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.